When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to talk about Big Randy's game for a minute. You know the little bump shots he hits from just off the green? That hybrid might seem like an obvious idea now. Who wouldn't want the best parts of a long iron and a fairway wood mixed together? But before the first hybrid clubs went on the market 20 years ago, somebody had to invent that. And that's what Cooper has done with its new Discoverer Rugged Trek truck tire. Combining the improved grip and aggressive look of an off-road tire with a smooth, quiet ride of a road tire. The Rugged Trek is a hybrid that gives you the best of both worlds. It's an invention so good that in another 20 years, it'll just seem so obvious. All Cooper tires are backed by a limited warranty, a 45-day test drive warranty, and select products are backed by Treadwear Mileage Warranty, helping to give you confidence on the road. For complete product and warranty details, please visit www.coopertires.com or www.coopertires.ca. And remember, go with the Coopers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Crash Course Podcast. I'm joined, this is Neil, I'm joined uh, today by Tron Carter. Tron, how are you? I'm great, Neil. I'm great. I'm excited to talk about some some uh, some Florida golf. Florida golf, of once. course, right down the street uh, TC is actually a member at this course. I am. Ponte Vedra Inn and Club. I don't really play there that often just because I don't play when I'm home. But I kind of split my time between there and Jack's Beach. Ocean course. Uh, there's two courses out there. The ocean course and the lagoon. The lagoon. The lagoon, uh, you know, shorter, a little bit quirkier. Not necessarily easier. There's some really like big boy par threes out there. Uh, ocean designed by Herbert Strong, uh, who... Rob Collins once described him to me as Mike Strance before acid was invented. Mm. Um, just very big, bold, um, kind of you know, a lot of lot of mountain. Like you don't you don't really feel like you're in, you're in Florida on certain parts of the course. There's palm trees everywhere, and there's you know sandy waste areas, but there's a lot of lot of movement out there. There's a lot of uh, you know, uh, I don't think it's natural or it was original dunescape, and then they. Put grass over it but well actually it sounds like the from the history i was looking up it was um there are a lot of minerals in that in the land where Pontevedra inn and club was built like okay. zirconium stuff oh. that was valuable to uh iron production okay and then in 1928 so they, so they did some strip mining they did and then 1928 it sounds like uh the land was bought i, I always heard it was the dupont family land for a while um, I, I actually didn't see that in any research before the pod. Um, but the golf course was built in 1928. Um, golf facility ha- at the resort has a total of 36 holes. Uh, the ocean course is definitely the, the primary course. Yeah. Lagoon's like what par 68 or something. Yeah. And, it, and they'll probably redo lagoon in the next few years, but they just redid ocean. Um, so Robert C. Weed. Yeah. The stickiest of the icky. Bobby Weed actually lives on the golf course. So I didn't know that. Kind of his backyard and, and did a great job with it. I think um, they, you know, it's it's definitely, it's Bermuda, um, 
right across the street from the ocean. So they're getting all sorts of salt and, you know, kind of salty air and everything like that. Um, it's not on the ocean, but you definitely feel close to the ocean. I was going to say, I love the routing around the lagoons and canals and some really nice houses back there. Those are always fun to look at. Wide fairways, firm greens, very fun course. It is a little bit of false advertising, though, when you hear ocean course. Like, I think yeah. back to the first time I played it with you. I thought, like, oh, at some point we're going to get a peek at the ocean here. But You you, you get you, a little peek on, like, 18T. Yeah, you never – that and that still has the road – yeah, and then well, originally other it was on the ocean, and then they built houses along the, you know, on the other side of the street on the beach. Um, but I, I think something that's really interesting with the, you know, it's, it, since they redid it, it's been playing super firm and fast. Kind of got back to they had some really really grainy Bermuda greens. I think it was like Tiff Verde, you know, uh, stuff. There was there was only like one or two places left in Jacks that uh, had it. But um, when they re when they redid it, they it's we had a really bad driving range so they took out the 10th hole which was probably my least favorite hole in the course anyway and put the driving range in there and then they had to add you know add a hole somewhere and the hole that they added this par 3 that's um, 16 uh that is hold on, i got to work backwards no it's uh four, 14 i think oh yeah the that sorry so there's three par 3s on the back correct yeah 14. Yeah. So, yeah, so 11 moved to, you know, 11 is now 10. Mm-hmm. Um, 12 is now 11. And then um, 13 moved to 12. That's that's a, that's that par five. Mm-hmm. And it used to be back-to-back par fives on the back. And now they, they, they wedged in this cool, cool little par three back there. That's like probably my favorite par three on the course now. Um, and you know, I think so, but I I think they kind of reimagined certain holes. There's still a couple of weak ones on the front, in my opinion, but um, just like a really, it's a fun golf course. It's open off the tee. Uh, <clears throat> I guess we'll cut to the chase on like you, you know, you. So we we're out there for Solly's wedding. Um, Max was in town. You're and we're Max Homa. Max Homa. We're playing together, and uh, you, uh, you know, <clears throat> super hungover. Didn't have your clubs with you. I know. I can't. I was trying to think why. I don't know if they were in my car and I was at the shop or for some reason I was playing with the Killhouse rental set, which was, we did not have a driver here. And so I had. Which oh, blows my mind. I know. I only had a three wood. Um, it was I was also playing like some we had, we Rogue Pro irons. face the night before. So I don't think we yeah. thought everything through. So we get out there and I start, I, I hit the first tee shot in the water, make a great bogey. Which, yeah, there's water all up the right on the off the first tee. You tee off first right, three holes right behind the uh, right behind the the main in kind of lodge there, um, and then you know yeah so it's kind of yeah first three holes one uh, and two are almost like they, they feel very similar in the in the strategy of the holes obviously not exact but like water up the right you know yeah ob left like well, you got to hit. You know, if you if you got a weird, you got to get off the tee and you got to get it out there like two twenty, two thirty. Yeah, and then it, you know one's going to be a tougher shot in. Two's a shorter par four. Two's like I don't know three thirty, three forty, and dog leg right. And they, it's a really cool, you know, strategic par four. I think there's a big mound that you kind of got to navigate there. Um, you know, and it's you, you can play it kind of straight or you can play way out to the left and and you know have a good angle in but kind of leave yourself with. With, yeah, you know more distance. So, well, that this will help us talk through the course. So yeah. I I hit it in the water on one made bogey, then 
proceeded to hit the exact same swing, exact same shot on two in the water, make double there. Then number three is par five. So you're three over through two. I'm three over through two. I make par on the par five, I believe. That which is one of my favorite holes on the course. Yes. It's, uh, Kind of straightaway par five, but there's like some of the biggest mounds on the entire course out there. There's these spectacle bunkers off the tee down down the middle, kind of kind of right middle. You can fly it over those. There's it's probably two seventy five, two eighty over them. Um, but it's very dependent upon where the wind's coming from. Yeah, too. like if you're getting a wind um, from the south or southeast or southwest, you're probably not flying those. But if you're getting north wind. You know, that's one of the holes you can kind of feed on. And then uh, there's some, there's some you know, bunkers floating around on the second shot. You can go at the green. It's an elevated green. Uh, used to be much more elevated. It used to be like 30 feet in the air and kind of this like triangle shape where you had a wide section in the front and then it narrowed as you got to the back. And then like if you, you know, if it was a back pin and you were going at it, like you, it was very challenging yeah because you're running off the back still if you and you're and then you're chipping like straight up a hill mm-hmm. to, to to like where you can't see the bottom of the flag basically yeah. it's a good that's a good hole it's a it's a challenge and the i think the strategy off the tee is you got ob left but you can it kind of slight dog leg left to the hole so if you can take it up that left side of those center line bunkers that's a really it's good a spot to be to the, to the pin and, it, and shorter and it makes the green deeper for you um so i par there and then Number four, which is actually, it's such a beast. I think it's a sweet hole, though. I, it's I cool. You got to hit like a 220, 225 shot off the tee. You've got water, and the, the hole kind of dog legs right. And so there's water up the right side, cuts into the fairway, splits the fairway, and then you can run out on the tee shot like 250 into that same water. But you got to go up, kind of carve it up the right a little bit more to get it to that 250. Otherwise, it starts running out at like 220 or 230 yeah. if you just hit a straight ball kind of more up the And left. then if you hit the straight ball, you've got like 220 into the green. So if you don't place that 225 to 240 tee shot on the right side of the fairway off the tee, where you're now going to have like 175, like no matter what, you're going to have a tough second shot. Yeah, It's just if you're going to be hitting, you know, literally like five wood or three wood into the green, or you're going to be hitting six iron. There's, there's some like... I think there's some stuff that they can do there too, where if if they wanted to move the tees up a little bit and make it to where it's kind of a risk reward and you can drive, drive it over the yeah over the lagoon there. I think it's, it, I mean, it's probably the hardest hole in Jacksonville for like anybody over a ten handicap. It's really difficult, but I think it's it's a um, the massive green strategic. Like the hole looks good, and I appreciate the challenge of it, yeah. even if it's not fair to yeah. like your resort player. And we should say that the course is open to members like Mr. TC and guests of the resort. So they have kind of that, it is accessible, but you gotta stay, you on, gotta property. stay, stay on property. Um, Which, so, you know, in property, like there, it's like a, I always describe it as the, as the beach club from Saved by the Bell. That's, like, that's good. <laughs> like they've got like, it's just kind of old school. It's like old school. Uh, you know, you got kind of the striped umbrellas and, and you got, you know, three restaurants on the beach and you've got the pool and then you've got a big tennis facility across the street and i don't know it's just a really like kind of it's kind of a throwback spot and you know feels like a resort but it also feels like a you know a family club as well it's definitely not a not predicated upon the golf they have 36 holes of golf but it's it's a it's a resort right um but yeah i mean four is like it's probably it's the hardest hole on the course and and probably one of the hardest holes in jacksonville 
So I make I make in this round we we're discussing. I make bogey there, and then number five is like so you're so you're four over through four, four over through four. Number five is a long and I find very difficult par three. I think this is one, in my opinion, that they could have been a lot more imaginative and creative on the you know do some sort of swale in the middle of it or. It's just like a long, boring par three. Yeah, in my opinion. But it's, it's but hard. long being the key word, you got to hit yeah. like a good four, four iron. You know, it's a two ten, two fifteen shot. Sometimes depends on the wind too. Which if it's downwind, you're like, yeah, how am I going to keep this four iron from not running off into the sandy waste area? Again, it's firm. Yeah. yeah. So I made I made par there, and then starting there, and then six is a really fun, reachable par five. Six is a super short par five. Um, like I've played like. Played out there with Huber before, and he hit like, like, sand wedge. Yeah. In. I so I I ended up hitting a pretty good drive. Kind of got the three wood figured out off the tee. I hit five wood into about eight feet, make eagle, and then we started running downhill. Um, and then seven, eight are both par fours. They're super cool. I think those are two of my favorite holes on the course. Where like seven's seven's str- pretty straight par four. Um, there's a. Uh, there's a really like it's a cool green, kind of elevated green, um, very strategic based on where the where the pin is there, and then and then eight is a kind of a sweeping dogleg right, and you have to cut off a lot on that corner if you're gonna hit driver or even three wood, yeah, um, like almost on, like you're hitting it over houses and ob down the right, and then but it's it's like a if you get it up there in the fairway, you you got flip wedge in your hand and it's a birdie hole, mm-hmm. and then nine's uh, iconic. The original Island Green. The original Island Green plays back to the clubhouse and the lagoon and actually will be the site of my wedding in March. Uh, they the new uh, croquet field. Um, but it's got a good, nice vista of the kind of the resort looking looking east towards the uh, towards the ocean. It's more of like a continent green or like maybe it's, it's like Greenland. Well, that's what right? I was going to say. It's not, it's really not island. the island doesn't really play a factor because it's, it's like an island, but then on the island, there's like eight bunkers. So yeah. if you hit it in the water... You stink, you know, or you chunked one, but like, or you got over aggressive to a back pin and you went long. Yes, but it, it, the water shouldn't come into play like it does at TPC. Yeah. It's like a um, hundred and forty-five yard shot, hundred fifty yard shot, but still fun. Yeah. yeah, and then I think I birdied there, so I'm one over, and then turn around and go to ten. Uh, Which the new ten again? One of my f- par like, four. Yeah, it used to be eleven. One of my favorite holes on the course. One of the stronger par fours on the course. Some great kind of cross bunkering there. Uh, green that's kind of set at an angle, uh, but, you know, pretty straight hole overall. It's it's pretty long. It's like 430, 440 from the backs. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, and, and then you're kind of getting over to the north side of the property over there. So front nine's on the south end of the property. Back nine's and it kind of goes out property. with the canal or lagoon up the right through the fourth hole, and then you basically turn around and come back in mm-hmm. up, like, not so much the lagoon, but, like, same like just going straight north back to the clubhouse and then the back nine is like goes out and kind of like on the west side of the property goes north and then you come back starting on you know 14 green you kind of make the turn back and the lagoon course is uh you know kind of you you kind of interplay with the lagoon course there like the through six six and seven and then again on like 12 there's a cool short part four on the lagoon that kind of backs up to that um, I do like the routing. The course feels spacious, wide fairways for the most part. Yeah, nice, tr- like there's houses on the course, but they're like cool houses that you, you want to look at. And there's 
they're they're not encroaching upon anything and they're like there's really nice trees yeah too, kind and of scrub oak each pine. each hole because of the way it's kind of out and back on both nines it feels like each hole is its own environment so you're kind of they're not spread out and it's not like there's trees in between them for the most part but you do feel like when you're on the next tee you're like it's a completely new yeah. test it's not switching back you're not really seeing anything that you, you you don't i like it when a course unfolds and you can't sneak a peek four hit four holes ahead like you know you just kind of take what comes at you um on your kind of walk through the dunes so what'd you do on on 10 birdie 10 uh, and birdie. actually, I think now that I think about it, I think that took me to one under. I think I birdied uh, seven as well. So I think I was even making the turn. Birdie 10, par 11, which so is a, a par three. 11's par three, kind of elevated green. It's a tougher hole than it looks like. It's tough to get the right distance there. Like it's, you know, you can't really pick up on how deep. Like that's the thing with Harvard Strong. There's a lot of visual deception going on where just a lot of depth perception stuff with the mounding or with. You know, placement of bunkers, especially on this portion yeah. of the course. Um, and then and then the next hole, so you parred. Parred uh, 11. 11. And then 12 is a par 5. 12 is a par 5. Straight away, they moved this green up a little bit, but actually dropped it yeah. to where you can't see it from the fairway anymore. It used to be elevated. And, um, and it's like a long, skinny it's green really, it's really cool. laid on like a diagonal from front left. It kind of goes diagonal to back right, and yeah. it's just like a very long and – um, but like not being able to see it from the fairway from, you know, you, you'll have two, anything from two thirty to two seventy in and like not being able to see it just plants such a seed of doubt and such a seed of like, you know, depth perception again, not knowing exactly how far you need to land this. Yeah. Um, you know, and I made, I made birdie there. Um, yeah. And so now I'm two under and then 14 is the new par three. Correct. No, um, third, uh, 12, 13's a new par yeah, three. 13's a new par three. Uh, made par there. Got it. Got, I remember getting up and down. And which, then, which again, there's some bunkers up on the hill that are like, yeah, not even in play, but they're just fucking with your eye. Yeah. You know? And mounding around the front of that green. Yeah. It's a, that's a tricky little shot. Um, I really like 14, par five, water all down the right. And it's kind of dog leg right. So the water comes into play on the tee. Got to hit a good drive there. Like you run up, you, you can kind of run into the forest on the left if you're not careful. Yeah. Um, and this green used to be like the most severe, one of the most severe on the course. And then I was afraid that they were going to soften it too much and make it just kind of vanilla. And they didn't. It's still like the back right. It's, you know, again, it's like front left is kind of, you know, level. And then back right, it like falls off like crazy. Yeah. And big, uh, big, that's the probably the most dramatic green on the course. With the two tiers, yep. right? There's that massive thing in the middle. Um, made par there. Uh, now we're getting tight. We're two under. We're yep. getting, we're getting, or no, I think, sorry. I don't think I birdied um, 12. I think I'm one under at this point. So this was a year, year plus ago. <clears throat> so I par there and then 15, I, it's a dog leg left around the trees. Correct. And it, like kind of like the reverse of, uh, of eight on the front nine where you have to dog leg left, you have to hit it. You know, you think you have to hit it over the trees more than you do maybe, but also like you can take it so far left over the trees and, and then, but there's plenty of run, there's more run out up the right. If you want to hit, you know, a stinger three iron or a three wood or something, but like that fits your eye with the three wood where you can kind of hit that. Yes. And I hit a nice draw. sling draw around there. I hit a good shot into that green 
and lipped out a birdie putt. So tapped in for par. 16, par 3, over water. Yeah, this this used to be the – like this along with 14 used to be the most severe green on the course where it was it – It's was still actually, back to front pretty it was actually th- serious. It used to be three tiers where like the, you know, the front was almost unpinnable and then a ridge and then it goes up to a plateau on top and then the left side is like – it would be like an eight-foot tall slope of you're landing it up top and you can't keep it on the green – if it's rolling down that left slope, they've softened it a little bit, but the strategy still plays. I think the toughest pin there is that 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 front pin. Yeah, because then you run the risk of like spinning, spinning it, it back up. off that ridge yeah. in the water. So at this point, we're one under. Words getting out. Everybody knows the situation. We got Max and Solly, DJ, Randy, and the group ahead of us. You can kind of see they're looking back, seeing what's going on. Max, Max, meanwhile, setting the course. No, no, no. The, the unofficial course record. Uh, Andrew, Ollie, good set the official course record and yeah. he's playing with us. Yeah. Uh, but Max, uh, Max scooped a putt. He sco- right? No, he, uh, took a breakfast ball. He did something. Yeah. He like hit a, sh- a bad one on the first hole and like, you know, I think he replayed it or whatever. Okay. And I don't think, yeah, I don't know if he was finishing putts or whatever, but, um, so I step up, it's like a hundred I remember it being like a 120 yard shot. I hit a uh, gap wedge and put it to about six feet. And I think it was kind of a downhill putt. We run that putt in. Big, big-time putt right there. And yeah, I'm like, you know, I've basically gone from, like, playing golf on through 14 holes to, like, once we got to 15, I was like, dude, it was kind of, like, strapped. Like, hey, man, turning the camera around. Like, this is the money around. We, we, got, a, we got a little insurance there. So now we're two under heading into 17, which is, I'd say, a top three hole for me out there. 17 is super cool. It's just really awkward. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of tee off from this hill, hitting down into a really wide fairway with water on the right and the road, like the main road into the resort on the left. Um, and the water, and like, it's so wide that like, but it, there's some bunkers floating around up there in the middle of the fairway. And it's so wide that it coaxes you into just being, you know what? I'm just going to hit one really hard wherever out there and, and, you need to pick a specific target. Yeah. Also because that for the most of the back nine, you kind of feel like you're in the trees uh, and kind of low. And then all of a sudden 16, you play out East straight to the beach yeah. and you get hit in the face by wherever the wind's coming from. It, it just gets all of a sudden very wide open and exposed. And so I just remember the wind being like, okay, now this is a massive factor with OB left. The wind I think was coming off the right, put one out in the fairway then you only have wedge. It's not a long hole. You got this uphill wedge to a, it's actually a pretty big green with this big uh, bunker like set into the hill. And so the green looks like it's the size of this table. It looks, the green looks like it's eight feet by eight feet. But And, you, and a spinny wedge up, up into yeah. wherever the wind's coming from. You're like, shit, man, this is like a really, really challenging, like, you know, very, very cerebral shot. It, it look, And that's why I like that hole. It seems simple, but it's not. And uh, that's a fun wedge shot. It's what well, it felt like a lot of pressure. I ended up leaving it like short, right? Not too like kind of fringe. And I remember hitting a really good, like bumping, like bump and run chip to five feet. This was like the putt of like, okay, man, you make this, you got, you know, that pitch shot was unbelievable though. Yes. Yeah. And I made the five footer with the, all the guys are watching. Everybody knows what's what's going on They're here. They're on 18 feet, look, like what, which is right next to the green. Looking back, we make here. that putt. We go into 18, 
two under. And it's just like, oh my God. And, and we're, man, we could shoot 69. Like how cool would that be? Yeah. Par 71. And knowing that you didn't have driver, like, I think it probably, you know, thinking about it, like, did it hurt you on 17? Cause you're, you're kind of, you know, like you could hit one up there even closer and have a, you know, but that your dispersion got so much tighter. So I felt so much more confident with us standing on 17 and 18 where like, I know that the, the Icarito ball is not coming out because you're just swinging with such a smooth tempo and you know, that that's high spinny, right. I ball. was worried about the, the OB, the left, the, the, cause the three wood brings left in for me. That's the, the one club I hit consistently with a draw. Yeah. And I did it didn't on 18 I hit 3 wood very like timidly safe let just let left it wide open and just hit this kind of poof up into the right rough behind the trees. Well there's like well and I was I was concerned too cuz I've been over there a few times where there's there's like a world there's like an old like World War 2 bunker. Mhm set into like one of the mounds over there and it, like you cannot find your ball when it gets in that area. So I'm in these mounds, kind of some sparse palm trees around. So I, I end up like, okay, cool. We found the ball. There's plenty of room short left of the green. It's a pretty short hole. I mean, it's yeah. And the green is set like right up against these hedges. So and it's OB straight OB straight behind it. And I was like, well, there's no way we're going long here. That would be way too on brand. Everybody's standing back there waiting for us to come in. So I hit a you know very solid punch shot up into a safe spot, probably twenty yards short left of the green. And it's like, all right, all we got to do is get this in for five. So I chip up, a little bit aggressive maybe. Uh, pin was back left, and I roll it to the back fringe. Uh, probably, but it was still like you know fifteen twenty feet. Not, not it wasn't a bad chip. It was just like okay, and I'm still thinking like all right, we get that down in two. Uh, I blow the first putt by. A, a four footer coming back for bogey. So now it's dead silent. We've got four feet for bogey to shoot 70. I mean, everybody's standing there like, fuck. A man, lot going through my head. Like, just like, man, this is, this is not what I expected. Like I, it didn't hit me until I was standing over that putt of like, wow, I could double here. This could all fade. And I actually struck a really confident putt right in the center we broke par, baby. We did it. 70. 70. Still haven't done it since, um, but that is the site of the first and only time that I've broken par, hitting cups, you know, a true... On 18 holes. On 18 holes. The only asterisk I'll say is I did tweak my driver, or my three wood. I tuned it down on the third tee after I hit two in the water. But you're playing with like a rental set. Yeah, I, tuned, I was like, you know what? I'm going to tune it down a degree, and that's when... I just, I didn't think I missed a tee shot the rest of the round, like hitting that three wood. Just, it, it, it took the spinny right ball and turned it into like a low um, ball that was rolling out. Question, what, what was the, uh, what were the irons and what was the wedge setup? I had the old Mac MD4s in the bag. Okay. So I think I had a 56 degree, uh, 50 degree, and I was playing either the old, like now three, four-year-old Apex Pro or Rogue Pros. Um, so those are, and now I play the Apex Pros, but the old ones had a tiny sweet spot on them. And so that was like, I was hitting it really well that day with the irons, but sometimes those lead to like foul balls. Um, but I mean, I would attribute it. I've made a ton of putts. And, and putter-wise. Putter I was using um, this longer putter. I normally use a 34-inch putter. 
and I was using this one that was like 35 or 36. Stroke lab. Yeah, stroke, and it had a, um, it was a mallet, but it had no offset on the shaft. It was like the, yeah, straight in neck, which I don't normally like, but I think I was just kind of, sometimes a honeymoon phase with a putter, where it's like, oh, this one feels pretty, like I just kind of had a stroke that day of like, I'm going to make this work, whatever, Uh, and the putts were going in, and I got up and down with that 56 degree uh, from everywhere. I, I think that's, I saved par on kind of got you back a million holes. Of like, you know, you had that 54 degree Ram, 55 degree Ram, you know, back, back in high school. Out, you hit everything with that. Yeah. It's kind of got you back to your roots of playing everything with the same. Yeah. Which I need to get, get in the lab a little bit these days with chipping. Um, but for the record, uh, Andrew Ollygood, young hitter in the NLU stable, he shot 64 playing with us. Yeah. We signed and I attested his scorecard is. And this was the course had just opened like a month before. Yeah. So we went in and we're like, "What's the course record?" They're like 66. We we're like, "Cool, here's here's a 64." And I also broke par. And oh, I think Max Homa shot an unofficial 63. And they were like, "Jeez, man, like what the hell?" So everybody was balling out that day. So maybe the course was set up a little easy. I mean, it was it was proper conditions. There was wind and and all that. It's funny. I think I know Leash. I think Leash went out one year during the players, and and like they took him out on, on Lagoon and. He had like he had one or two water balls and still shot like sixty one or sixty two. And the only reason he had the water balls was because he didn't know the water was there. Um, but yeah, it, like it's just such it's a it's a cool throwback course. It's got good strategy. It's got you know some firmness. It's you can play the ball on the ground a little bit more than you're accustomed to in Florida. And uh, you know it's it's kind of big and bold. I would say also for the record, and I think this is a compliment to the course. The last time I played it, which was. Uh, Thursday or Friday, I think Friday of Players Week this year, you and I went out there after we went to the tournament in the morning, and we played in a little low-key member guest. I shot uh, 89. My worst score in 24 months. I'm One streak I'm really proud of is I haven't shot 90 in two years, since 2019, sometime in 2019. But in 2020 and 2021, I have not shot 90. That's with double bogey max, so caveat there. Um, but any tournament round I've played... Uh, that's just kind of a good, you know, my, I feel like my floor has gone up in a way. And that was the one round where I was like, oh my God, I just didn't, I, I was, my game was not in a good place last March. And it was just, I think I made double on the first six holes, like in a row, just dude, I am that, that course with all the water and stuff, it can really, you get off, it can it, really discourage you. It like creeps into your head a little yes. bit. Yes. Um, had you played there before with me, before that? I had, day? but only, um, I think I'd only played nine holes. I think, yeah. I, I actually haven't played out there that much. I mean, you can yeah. take advantage of that place more. I know, I do. I, uh, I think the, because uh, that's like my my low score ever, 69, I, I shot it like sight unseen mm-hmm. at at a dope course, I will, I will also mention. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's like same deal. It's like you don't have any expectations, you don't have any scar tissue on any of the holes, right? You're just kind yes. of. You know, um, so well, let's we, we got to make a point to get back out there in the next few months. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think if you're if you're traveling, to, we get a lot of people that reach out and ask, where should I play in Jack's Beach if I'm in town? I think, you know, along with that, where should you stay? If you're looking for a really nice resort, Ponte Vedra Inn and Club, I think it's got some, you know, it's got a range of prices depending on what type of uh, a of room you're looking for. Which, yeah, which building you're in, if you want yeah. to be oceanfront or there's a nice like kind of, you know, uh, 
called Island House, kind of behind the golf club and look, looking out over the the uh, ninth green. And like that's a fun, you know, less expensive place to. to it's stay. a it's a would recommend um, because also you get the access to probably you know top two or three course. Like I think we've talked about it. You know, Atlantic Beach Country Club seems nice. But when you add up all the vibe and the beach access and just the the setting and two golf courses, I think if I was going to join a club down here, I I think Ponte Vedra in a club is like the best value bang for your buck. And then you know you can Out experience that as yeah. a yeah. as a guest. So you could go play there for a day, play a course on the or play around on the lagoon course, then go to Jack's Beach, yeah. play there, which is you know you can't get a better value in this area. You can play tennis out there too. They got yeah. a big huge racket club. As well, and great, great pool, great, um, great spa, yeah, great beach, um, dining and stuff. So yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, would recommend, would would uh, would stamp the uh, merch czar approval on on uh, PVIC. Love it. All right, thanks, TC. We will uh, we will see you soon.